Hi, this is Mark. Thank you for joining me on Words of Truth today. The Apostle Paul wrote these words in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our afflictions, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we are comforted by God. What comes to mind when you hear that word comfort? Well, maybe you think of a hammock in the summer shade, or a cozy chair beside a fire on a cold winter's day, or maybe you think of a recliner with snacks and a football game on TV. I'm sure all those things feel comfortable for us, but that's not the comfort the Bible has in mind. In order to catch the meaning of the word comfort in the Bible, it's probably best to picture a struggling swimmer who's been rescued by a lifeguard, or maybe think of a sobbing child lost in the supermarket and helped by a kind store manager, or maybe a grief-stricken mother consoled by a compassionate pastor. You see, in the Bible, the primary idea of the word comfort is to come alongside of and to give aid in a time of need. In fact, the word advocate in 1 John 2, verse 1, where it says, My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And that word advocate is the same Greek word that's translated comforter in John 14, when Jesus is talking about the role of the Holy Spirit that being the comforter. You see, that's what comfort is all about. In fact, God is a God of comfort. Remember our scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort? In other words, God is concerned for us and he cares for us. God is a helping, supporting, compassionate, and consoling Father who comes alongside of us to help us in times of trouble. Over four years ago now, my wife and I lost our youngest son in a very unexpected way. And I'm here to tell you that because there were people who were praying for us, we literally could feel the comforting and strengthening hand of God in our lives. I'm not sure how we could have come through that time without the comfort of God. The reality is that all comfort ultimately has its source in God. I mean, it's really difficult to come alongside of ourselves to find comfort in a time of need. Have you ever noticed that? In fact, it's not possible at all. Uh, But a lot of people are trying to do that right now. They're going through some difficulty in their life, and they're trying to comfort themselves, wondering why they aren't coping so well. And so they comfort themselves with a bag of chips or a pack of cigarettes or a case of beer, or a vial of drugs. You see, they can't comfort themselves because the source of our comfort comes from outside of ourselves. It can only be found in God. It was King David of the Bible who said in Psalm 121, My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. You see, he knew that it was useless to look within himself for help, but that ultimately his help would come from 
the Lord. There's another promise I want you to see that's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 4 that says, who comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Now, the promise I want you to see is that God comforts us in all our afflictions. The word affliction here means pressed or a burdened spirit. Could be a physical suffering. It it could also be the loss of a loved one. It could be the pressure of a distressing circumstance or other people's antagonism or anything in life that gets us down. And it's in all our afflictions that God wants to come alongside of us and help us and bring us comfort. And so when it seems like no one understands you or that there's no one around you who will listen or when you feel all alone in a situation, remember that the Lord is always available and will always come alongside to comfort you if you'll ask him. Another beautiful promise in these verses is that God will comfort us in all our afflictions. And, and that means the things that are afflicting us personally, a problem that's pressing in our spirit. Someone else might consider it to be an insignificant problem, or maybe it's too personal to discuss with another person, or it's a pressure on your spirit just the same. If we call on the Lord, we can be sure that he'll come alongside of us and give us the aid we need. No matter how big or how small the matter is, whether we make, make a mountain out of a molehill or we over-exaggerate a situation, God will graciously come alongside of us to help us. Wow, what a promise. Now, in the second half of verse 4, we find a responsibility that's given to every Christian who has ever known the comfort of God. Listen to what it says. So that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction. You see, God's comfort isn't a dead end. But it's something that we're to pass along to others who need comfort. It's a very personal method that God has chosen through which he can dispense his comfort. We're called to come alongside others who are in need and give them comfort the same way God has comforted us. Seems that one of the reasons that God allows us to go through troubles is to open up comfort channels for others. Sometimes when there's no one around to give us comfort in our times of need, God comes himself and gives the comfort. But then we're called to take that comfort and come alongside somebody else in need. In a sense, you become the presence of God in another person's life. As a pastor, every time I go into a hospital room of someone who is sick, or when I come alongside of a family who has just lost a loved one, I become the presence of God to give them comfort. Now, I'm not God, but I become a channel through which God can dispense his comfort. And what a privilege that is for any of us. See, all of us can become a channel of comfort for people if we make ourselves available. 
You don't have to be a pastor or a professional counselor, but God can work through any of us. So don't avoid people who have problems. Get involved. Comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Now, a lot of Christians have the idea that the ideal life is completely free of any problems or troubles. They think life should be just one big comfortable ride. They even give a little, get a little uptight with God when things don't go smoothly. They think that because they've been good Christians, that they should be exempt from troubles and that God should give them some slack. But think about it for a minute. If our lives were free from problems, we would never have a chance to know the comfort of God. I mean, think of a child who falls and scrapes his knee. His parents come alongside of him, pick him up, comfort him, bandage his knee. The experience of comfort was only possible because the child had the affliction of a scraped knee. And so our Heavenly Father permits us to get a few scraped knees in this life. Why? So that we can experience his care and his comfort, and so that we can in turn pass it along to others. You see, the ideal life for a growing Christian isn't one that's comfortable, but it's one that is comforted. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll tune in again next week.